Hey friends, Heather Creekmore here. I am so glad you've decided to listen to the Compared to Who show today. Today, my guest is Casey Schuler. This is part two of an interview where we are talking about tactical and practical ways for you to keep your peace and protect your body image this holiday season. So in the last episode, Casey took us through some things to do. And in this episode, she takes us through even more great ideas to help you really be mindful about what's important this holiday season, but also for you to just feel healthy and well in your body all season long. So that may have sounded weird, but trust me, she's got some good stuff to say. I think you're really going to enjoy this interview. Also, I wanted to remind you, if you haven't had a chance yet, download my absolutely free comparison-free Christmas reading plan on the YouVersion Bible app. It's just four days long, but I think it'll help you keep some holiday peace this season too. Here's today's episode. Welcome to Compared to Who, the podcast to help you stop comparing and start living. I'm your host, Heather Creekmore. I hate to admit this, but I used to secretly obsess over my appearance. I thought it was part of my job as a woman to always look better, but never felt like I could be good enough. Maybe you can relate. God, in His grace, showed me a way out, and I want to give you all the tools you need to break free too. If you've ever spent too much time stressing over your looks, I get it. I hope you'll keep listening and find the same freedom I have. Here are three other things you should know about me. I'm a minivan driving mom of four. I'm author of the book Compared to Who and The Burden of Better. I'm a blogger at comparedtowho.me. And you just may have seen my epic big fail on Netflix. If you've ever struggled with comparison or body image issues, Compared to Who is the show for you. I hope you enjoy today's episode and hey, tell a friend about it. Let's keep going. Okay. Casey, what are some other ways? Okay. We're, we're still here in December. We're still, ah, all the things. What are some other ways we can keep our peace, preserve our body image during this holiday season? Give me mm. some other ideas. Yep. Okay. So three different things. So if you're connecting with your body and realizing what do I actually need right now? Um, if you need to slow down, do the journaling and meditation. If you've been pent up inside all day, gift wrapping, cleaning dishes, pick an outdoor activity, move until you feel free. Number three, if you have been stressed about everything going perfectly, do something silly. Mm. <laughs> and that's going to discharge those stress hormones and actually give you more energy because stress you, makes you hold on to that energy yeah. and a sense of survival. What does that look like? What's something yes. silly? Okay. So with body image, we tend to think about like surface level. And sometimes with, with family, if we haven't seen them in a long time, especially if they're relatives that we see, like maybe once a year, we want to get past that surface level conversation. So some silly things that we can do different situations. So I love to put out like those table topic conversations for dinner, put a card out at each place setting, um, and then have a time like when the conversation is lulled and, you know, to kind of divert conversation away from gossip or any awkward conversation like, oh, oh, you're not married yet. Or, you know, questions Mm -hmm. like that, that can feel, um, that can feel like you want to walk out of the room, stay in the room and have this conversation ready to be able to get to know someone on a deeper level what is valuable to them. So those table topic questions can be really helpful when there's an awkward pause or 
you know, in between dinner and dessert, that kind of thing. I love that because we did that for Thanksgiving a couple of years ago. I saw in the faces of some of the relatives there, this feeling of, wow, like someone wants to know something more about me, mm. you know? And, and I don't know that I'm having a hard time putting words to it, but I just remember sitting at the table thinking this was the best thing we could have ever done because otherwise, and you know, especially if your family comes in a couple of days early, you know, <laughs> where it's like, okay, we've already had like a lot of conversations. You're kind of running out of things to talk about. So you're going to drift to politics or some other place that you don't necessarily want to drift. But I saw on their faces that no one's ever asked me that question before. Mm-hmm. No one ever cared enough to say, what, what is your dream or what is your favorite thing about whatever, you know? So I, I love that. And it wasn't necessarily silly, um, but I love the idea of making it silly too. But I think just having a structured way to, to connect with each other, that mm-hmm. takes some pressure off the, what the conversation is going to be, like you said. And yeah, I, I love that. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I wanted to give that my yeah. endorsement. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And you're right. Cause sometimes we want to, we want to feel known and especially right. with family too. And that makes us feel loved. You know, we want to feel loved beyond looks. Um, so a few other games. So my husband's a board game maker, but he actually didn't make any of these games. I'm more of a party gamer okay. um, because it kind of brings out that like um, lightheartedness and you get to know people better. So the other two games I would say for the table are to say anything. Mm-hmm. And ditto. These are two like family friendly, easy question games. Okay. So after you have dinner or while you're prepping food or whatever, um, while you're cleaning the dishes together, you can play jukebox. This is what we call it. I don't know if everyone calls it that, but basically each person takes a turn picking the song that's playing. You know, you okay. play some songs in the kitchen. So, like, um, you know, asking my father in law, like, what was your favorite song to listen to, like in college? And then I knew so much more about him and it's, you know, music fills the air and it's like, Oh, you, you were kind of listening to this person's heart and this person's history. And it's really fun and kids can get involved in it and it gets, you know, it can turn into dance parties whatever. Awesome. <laughs> okay. And then prayer walks during breaks. I say prayer walks. This can look like a lot of different ways, but being able to walk outside. But like you said, if there are listeners in places where you can't walk outside, <laughs> very much. Um, you can walk around a space in the house. If you have a chance to close your eyes, you can just talk to God for a second. Um, tell him what happened uh, just to remind you that God is there with you. And so that you don't have to be in that survival, like defense mode around family or around, you know, like different situations. Number four, silly family games. We our go-to is always trades. Super easy. Um, you know, what is it? Charades. Charades. I thought you said trades. And I was like, I don't know what trades is. (laughs) (laughs) That's new. Charades. Yes. I I know charades. (laughs) Do do you ever play charades? We do. Well, yeah, we, you know, we've played it like we do a family game night. So we played it on family game night. We kind of started running out of, we were doing movies and we kind of started running out of new ideas. So we haven't done it in a while, but yeah, that's, that's always a good one. Yeah. Monikers is kind of like a a card game, but it's like charades. Or if you've ever played fishbowl, it's like, you know, you start out with, you can say words and then use the same cards. You don't say any words and then you only do an action. So if you get bored of charades, that's another option. Yeah. 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 
And then video game dancing. There's so many different, uh-huh. <laughs> there are any kids in the house. There's usually some type of video game system in the house. And, you know, you can have people, you can watch people do the video game stuff. You can cheer them on. You can have a scoreboard. Everyone can be involved. You know, it gets people rallied around one um, activity together. So you can create that memory together and do something together where like, if you don't want to answer and ask questions and, and all that, that's a good way to kind of create that another memory and then plan one accessible active outing for everyone. I always see in the movies, like people playing football outside or, you know, but it doesn't have to be football. It can, you know, you can just throw a ball back and forth as you chat together, because as you move, you're able to open up a little bit more outside of yourself and you're able to actually build like compassion and empathy. So when you see someone else moving, you're mirror neurons turn on and you want to, you kind of do what they do. So like, if you see someone crying it makes you, well, I usually cry when I see someone, crying. <laughs> I'm just really sensitive, yeah. <laughs> but you know, if you are, if someone is throwing a ball, then your body kind of those, that motor um, pattern in your brain lights up too, because you want to do what they're doing and creates like, it actually creates a deeper connection and you're able to get in their shoes. Sometimes, sometimes we don't always understand each other during the holidays. This can be one way to like create that connection. Um, walking to a playground with the kids, you can, if you're throwing a ball, you can always add tag in the mix with kids. That is just always creates laughter. If there is a race going on, like 5k, you can send up for a race together. You can have, um, people on the side cheering you on. Or you can do like a neighborhood parade and everyone grabs some wheels, it's a bike, scooter, and just go. And sometimes neighbors will follow along too. So those are just ways to kind of, yeah, to bring some movement in, more connection, um, and some a little bit, um, bring out the, the deeper aspects of each person too, while making everyone feel involved and together. Yeah. Well, and I think maybe the bottom line of all that is not like, okay, here's more activities you have to add to your list, but (laughs) instead it's, Hey, it's okay. If your normal gym time is interrupted, it's okay. If you don't get your regular workout in, because like, there are ways that you can just joyfully move to, (laughs) to your ministry, right? Like to to what you're all about, right? Like, but joyful movement is, is enough. And actually it's it's more than enough. It's, Mm. it's actually good. It's healthy. It's so much healthier than the, I've got to clock my, my certain amount of time and miles so that I can, you know, earn food mentality, you know, joyful Mm. movement is so good for your body and good for your brain and good for your overall health. And I think Casey's ideas make it good for your whole family, good for family bonding, good for holidays. So yeah. So release the tight grip on the must get my workout in and maybe try some of these things. Like you said, dance party. And that is always holidays or holidays. Yeah. Like there's a couple holidays, you know, all I want for Christmas is you, Mariah Carey. I mean, come on. <laughs> Like you just, you know, that, that just causes a dance party in my house. Maybe I'm the only one dancing sometimes, but, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but, but I think like that's, that's super fun. I mean, when my kids were little, we, we would have a dance party almost every day because mm-hmm. we just kind of needed that stress relief. I, I love that. 
Hey there, Heather Creekmore here. I have a question for you. Have you read The Burden of Better yet? Let me tell you, friends, The Burden of Better is my favorite book that I've written. (laughs) There's only two of them. But anyway, it's a great book. It's all about how you can have a comparison-free life through the life of grace. And I think you'd really like it. But even more so, I think it would make a great gift for a woman in your life. So would you consider grabbing a copy of it today? It's on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Walmart.com, pretty much any place you would buy a book online, you'll find The Burden of Better, How a Comparison-Free Life Leads to Joy, Peace, and Rest. And I think there's a woman in your life who would really be blessed by this book. And hey, if you're looking for a New Year's study, consider grabbing a few friends and doing The Burden of Better together as a group study. There's scripture in every chapter. There are questions at the end. It's really set up well for you to study it with a small group of women. I think y'all get a lot out of it. So check it out. You can download a free sample of the book if you've not read any of it yet on my website, comparedtoyou.me. Check it out because I want you to not just have a comparison-free Christmas, but to have a comparison-free life. to a little bit harder place and Mm -hmm. see if you can help us with this. So Casey, mom or grandma or aunt Lila Bell, I really actually had a great aunt Lila Bell. (laughs) My family's from the South Um, (laughs) and uh, they come in and, you know, maybe they asked the question you already mentioned, why aren't you married yet for my single, my single listeners, I, my heart goes out to you. Um, but maybe even a little worse than that, as they say, boy, you put on some weight or mm. why, why are you eating that? Don't you know, if you eat that, you're going to get fat, you know, and they start going down the road of commenting on your weight, what, like any ideas as to how can we prepare ourselves for that? I mean, not that you have the suggestion necessarily of how to handle my aunt Lila Bell, because, uh, <laughs> you know, every, every aunt Lila Bell is different, but how can we prepare our hearts for that? Yeah. And, you know, people speak out of the abundance of their heart. Mm-hmm. And so rather than think of us having to defend ourselves, we can go out and love people and to be able to see, Oh, you know, their words are coming from a place of pain Mm -hmm. and I don't need to allow that to harm me. I mean, you know, we need to put on the armor of God and we need to be covered in love and to know that we are covered in Christ. Um, and you know, sometimes our family members can, they, that's because they have that pressure. Mm -hmm on themselves. Um, and so, um, instead of us having to feel like we have to defend ourselves, we can say, Oh, it really depends on what kind of relationship you have. So I can't give you the exact words, but really to stop. And if someone says something that, um, on the outside feel like sounds, Oh, that, that feels uh, a little uncalled for, you know, Mm -hmm. um, we don't have to put them in their place. That's not our job. Um, but we can still love them in that. So, I mean, if someone comments on your weight, that's because they're thinking about their own weight Mm -hmm. and you might not be, um, and that might bring that up for you, but 
that's the business between you and the Lord. I mean, he's the one who looks at us. So, I mean, sometimes, you know, if it's your aunt, that's like, oh, we're like, oh, okay. Well, you know, I'm hungry and this food is delicious. Thank you so much for forever who made it. It's awesome. Like you don't even have to really respond. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, really, it's just sometimes building a heart of compassion beforehand and to see like, oh, people talk about what, you know, they speak from, from where they're at and what they feel like they need to be. And they can kind of project that. Um, and we don't have to own that. When a door to be like, oh, you know what? I've actually been trying this new thing of, you know, I'm like really listening, listening to my body and mm-hmm. eating when I feel hungry and stopping when I feel full and I feel so much better mm-hmm. and I can um, have more like mental space to think about like what I'm really excited about, which is this, yeah. you know, and so it can kind of lead into another conversation. So yeah, like you said, it's right. It's like, where, where is that person speaking from concern love? Usually, you know, <laughs> it's yeah. just like their way of saying that to you. And, you know, we can always bring that into a different conversation and all of our conversations can be filled, like sprinkled with the salt of grace, you know, of like having grace, because sometimes we don't always say what we mean. I mean, mm-hmm. I know I don't. And so we can give grace to each other when someone says something that they, they may not mean it that way, or, but we can, if we can look past that into their heart, what are they really, um, how do they really love us? You know, or how do they, how does God really love them? How does God see them? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I think going back to what we talked about in the last episode, unless you are prayed up and in the word, if you are stressed out and someone said something to you <laughs> about your weight or you having another piece of pie, your response may not be able to be a calm, cool mm. and collected, you know? Yeah. Thanks for caring. I'm, you know, i God and I are working on this. <laughs> it, it may be something more like, shut up <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then you eat all the pie <laughs> instead of just a piece of pie, right? So, so it really going back to the strategies we talked about in the first part of this two-part series, it really goes to, you know, where's your heart? If your heart is prepared, you are going to be able to handle conversations like that. I think with so much more grace and peace. Yeah. 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 Instead of feeling like we have to like shrink up and fear, we can yeah, I feel like expanded in the love of Christ because, you know, dieting mindset's all about like, how can you make your body smaller? But that's not what we're about. We want to grow right. and we want to grow his love and to expand that. And we can't do that with others if, right. <laughs> if we're not taking care of ourselves and um, washing ourselves in the word too. Right. So tell us about Joyful <laughs> Health Collective. Yes. So the Joyful Health Collective, we um, help women to ditch diets and discover how to eat well, move free by grace. So it's, you know, I am the intuitive movement side. Aubrey is the intuitive eating side, but we really want it to be more of a community, a collective, you know, counselors, therapists, like to be able to um, reach women from the gospel where, and, and their point of need, as far as like, I can't do this anymore. I can't do all these rules anymore. You know, this is exhausting. And it's like, great. You don't have to, <laughs> you know, here's the gospel. And so, yeah, we have a course, we have a 12 week course that we coach women through twice a year in August and in March. And then we have several, we have a body blessings book and we have a few other online resources and blog and Instagram and all that. So 
Yeah. We would love to connect and to continue to create that community. Yeah. And just throw us a website or an Instagram address or both where we can find you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Joyfulhealth.co is our website and then Instagram joyfulhealthco. Joyful Health Co. Yes. (laughs) Well, Casey, thank you so much for helping us be tactical this holiday season or really this Christmas. We've got a couple weeks left before the new year, but thank you for being on the show today. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Heather. And thank you for listening today. I hope something in today's episode has helped you stop comparing and start living. Bye-bye. Hey friend, would you check out the date on that episode you just listened to? Yeah, it's been a minute. Listening to old podcasts is almost like reading my diary from several years ago. In some cases, it's even a little embarrassing. So instead of listening straight through season by season, can I encourage you to skip ahead? I release brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you're not sure where to start, you can go to improvebodyimage.com, find the start here button, and I've got several episodes listed and categorized so you can find the topics that are of most interest to you. Your time is valuable, so skip straight to the good stuff. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for letting me be a part of your body image and food freedom journey. Have you ever considered yourself a messenger? Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, or art to make, or perhaps businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast, which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. If you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, search and follow the Messenger Movement Podcast on your favorite podcast platform today or lifeaudio.com.